ladies and gentlemen, I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England. Places to go, people to see, things to do, and experiences we're having. Boys, back at it. How we doing? What up, New England Social fam? How's it going? Gar- it's Gooch, Gar- my pooch. <laughs> That's one of those times you know he was thinking about it for like, like a good 15 seconds. Dude, our last episode, we were all kind of like half in the bag, so... This will be a good half in the bag. We were very in the bag. Okay, so in, in the bag. It was a good episode. It was a little choppy. I'm sorry, New England social fans. It was definitely hard to follow for sure. You got us at our rawest. Like, That's take true. us as we are or watch us as we go. That's true. Both are enjoyable from what we hear. Both are enjoyable from what we hear. Um, boys, haven't haven't seen you in a little while, I feel like. What's been up? Talk to me. Not much, man. You know, same old, same old. You know, kind of Massachusetts. Obviously, if you're just tuning in, I live in Massachusetts, and uh, we're like one of the last states to kind of start lifting any sort of COVID restrictions or mandates. Um, So that's definitely been like a huge change. It's been very welcomed and exciting, but also it's like kind of weird too, just because we've been like bombarded with the whole staying isolated and like always having your mask on and so like me and laura for instance went out to dinner with my family this past weekend and like packed restaurant not a mask in sight so it was just like you know i'm fully vaccinated at this point and so feel safe and whatnot but it was still just kind of like a trip mentally there's no mass mandate in mass right now well for like Nothing. there are certain restrictions like they're keeping them in I believe schools, um, hospitals, and then there's one other type of business I feel. And then like, obviously independent businesses are able to regulate as they yeah, see fit. That's like so, me. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Idea. It's yeah. not like it's illegal to have that, but you know, there's, you don't have to wear a mask. Like I know starting next week at work because like we, like in my specific department, we don't have like any interaction with clients. Um, that like we don't have to wear masks unless we like go out to different parts of the hospital and whatnot. So stuff kind of like that, I guess I was I was saying. Yeah, no, no capacity I'll restrictions. I'm completely with you. New Hampshire's like <laughs> New Hampshire's like back. It's like crazy. I mean, I was down in Manchester for a graduation thing like a few weeks ago, and like literally no one had a mask on. I was at um. Ah, oh, shoot, you might know it, Garb, because uh, just being from around that area. Murphy's? Was it Murphy's? You ever been to Murphy's in Manchester? Uh, not that I can recall. I was think it, it was a bar? Called... Yeah, it was a bar. I think it was on a, a corner? Was it on a corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was on a corner. Yep. Was, All right, I know corner. where it is. Yep. <clears throat> like downtown-ish Manchester? Yeah, it might be called Murphy's Law. It might be called Murphy's Law, but it's it's actually a nice nice spot. It's got a really nice outdoor um, it's got a really nice like outdoor patio area where you can sit. It has an outdoor bar. They obviously have an inside and then they have like space like up top on a deck where they do like a cornhole league, which is sick. It's too bad we don't live near each other because like we could really get into a cornhole league, I feel like. And I feel like we would be nasty at it at the end of the day. Just something Yeah, to it's think too about. bad we don't live near each other, dude. That would be a whole different life we'd be living if we lived near each other. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so anyways, New Hampshire's crazy, man. It's like <laughs> everything is back open. Everything's uh, going bars, no masks needed. It's just it's just, uh, 
It's crazy. And it feels weird. It feels like really, really weird. Like a lot more yeah. weird than I thought it was going to feel coming back to like not being masked up. Like I'm actually more comfortable in a mask now. Like literally. I'm like not, you know, wearing it in situations where it's like un like uncomfortable for me or something like that. Or like if I'm just like uh you know, if I'm just yeah, like, you're not worried about like strolling around or whatnot. It. Like yeah, or like, like I forgot it or something outside, like that. But, like, but if you're going like inside to like the grocery store or like something like you know what I mean, a CVS, Walgreens, you're still kind of like oh, like don't know about you. That's so throwing it on, throwing it on. Um, and I have don't you, know. If um, that's... Have you guys encountered like any annoying people yet in public during the no mask mandate period? Just like people like commenting on either side of the political spectrum oh yeah i feel like there's a lot yeah of it's been super like annoying yeah. it's just like yeah so the first time I, I went in to like just a pizza place to do a pickup order the first time without a mask in public and of course this guy just comes up to counter and he's just like being super political and like dude nobody was saying anything we're like some of us are wearing masks some of us aren't just chill like let things yeah. and that's back. the thing it doesn't have just, to be like, politicized chill. like i understand well, right. it usually gets yeah. identified that way but like it's also just if people feel comfortable, like you don't have to call them like a freaking be like, oh, you like liberal pansy if you want to wear a mask and you don't have to be like a conservative dickhead if you don't want to wear a mask. It's just like, yeah. you know, people think, always bring it down to politics and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't really stem from that at all. I, I think like yeah. one, your point's exactly right. Like unless you're in the pandemic phase, like the phase where the CDC is like, no, seriously, like people are going to die if we don't all wear masks. Yeah. And like, then like, it's like, especially now that the CDC is like, yeah, they, they, you know, this is the mandate and like, you don't, you don't need them. If you still want one, do your thing. If you don't want to wear one, the CDC said that you don't need to wear one. Like, I don't really know what other entity you are going to try, like you're going to follow like over the, you know, over the CDC. I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm just saying that's what I go by. Right. Like that's where my comfort level is. But, you believe um, in science. You're a rational human being. Yeah, like yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's like that was the only time where I was like, I'm not gonna say get political about it, but that's where I was like, people should be wearing masks. It's like when we're in the heat of this thing. I'm tired of being home. Like I'm actually at the point now where I'm like super used to COVID life now, which is like crazy, right? Um, it was like that's when it was pissing me off because I'm like I want to get back to regular life, and this is stopping us, and it's just not that big of a deal. But I agree now it's like, okay, CDC's up. People are getting vaccinated and stuff like that. And I will say I'm in of the mindset at like with precaution and being safe and being smart, like there at some point in time, we're going to need to try to get like, try to get back to another, you know, to what the new normal is. Right. Um, and stuff like that. And so I think we're like finally getting to that point, which is good, but your boy's fully vaccinated. Are you both vaccinated? Fully dude. Yeah. I actually nice. just said that earlier. So thanks for listening. Ooh. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. We're getting okay. to cool. that level already. Cool. What are you guys drinking? Anything? I'm drinking a Sam Summer, dude. Just keeping it classic New England right now. And I think, yep, looks like my boy Rye is yes, drinking the I same thing. Yes, I actually am as well. Same Sam thing. Sam Summer. Cheers. Um, I'm drinking good old-fashioned Smutty Nose. Got, got it in the keg. I will take a second to say Smutty Nose Brewing Company, which is, I believe it's Hampton, uh, New Hampshire. It's right on the seacoast, New Hampshire. Um, it's a brewery that's awesome. They have a restaurant there that's super good. Got great food. You can do a brewery tour there. And there's actually disc golf there. So if anybody's like looking for a good afternoon, you live in Maine, Massachusetts, 
like like not far from Seacoast, New Hampshire, go to Smutty Nose Brewery, particularly if you have a kegerator or something like that. They do kegs there, so you can go pick that up and bring it back in a month, two months, whatever. Dude, we should have that be an episode. We should. Oh, we should absolutely do that as an episode. That was my next suggestion. But I'm just saying, like, they're up, they're open, they're doing their thing. So if you like, people are like itching to get back out with like COVID, you're vaccinated, stuff like that. Definitely go there. We should absolutely do it as an episode. Um, would be uh, pretty pretty awesome. So. Yeah. yeah, so we need to decide on at least one place this summer. Like, we can't let the summer go by without the three of us doing something for an episode. So yeah. it needs to be casinos, at least one thing. It would be that or casinos in Connecticut. Because we talked about in the last episode, I know we, we were can both do two. I feel bag. like we could commit to two at least. We should be able to – we can make it happen. We're best buds. Come on. We got. We could. Time. We could. We just. We could gotta, try and do one. It's already June. We got it. I know. No, I know. I know. You're right. Yeah. You're 100. We could try and um, on like that weekend that I had previously mentioned to you guys, um, the last one in July, we could just go to a brewery, in or around the city, um, even do like a lower key one, like if we were gonna play, you know, up golf up in Ipswich the next day or something. Like I know Ipswich Brewing Company is like a pretty dope local smaller brewery or we could do one of the big ones in boston Ooh, too so we could go to winter hill let's fucking get that yeah out. somerville let's do that yeah dude that's north side of the city like we could go to winter hill that'd be sick that'd be dope I mean, all right well let's do we'll do this planning off off air off air off air we know you really want that folks hey folks thanks for joining us we're new england social today we are talking about new england grilling it's getting warm out there right you're feeling yourself you just got vaccinated right you're bopping, you're rolling, you're doing your thing. You're like, hey, babe. And you're in love with a stripper. She popping, she rolling, she... Wow, that was a banger when it came out. Anyways, right? you and your boo, whoever that is, are like, hey, let's grill tonight. Like, let's grill this weekend. Let's have a banger party. Let's grill. What are we doing? And we thought we would give you some of our favorite uh, recipes, favorite things to cook and whatnot. Uh, try and keep it a little... Like, New England's not like world-renowned known for its grilling so like bear with us a little bit of what we're like labeling but we're gonna cover a few different things that we like to do and whatnot um before we jump into like individual meals and stuff to kind of talk about and suggest and try um anything about the grill season you guys want to like put out there any comments concerns nick you're a big griller what's up comments or concerns um no not really I would like to, I don't know how I would go about doing this. Um, I would like to become, I've only grilled with charcoal a couple of times, and I would like to get like better with charcoal. Um, I don't really have regular access to a charcoal grill, which is kind of the the big hurdle. Um, I have a hot take for you. It's a steamy take that I honestly, my father might not even really like this take. Wow. Charcoal's overrated for the work. To be honest. <gasps> it is it is it is seriously i'm not kidding unless you're gonna unless you're gonna get like a like like a, you know a really nice a really nice unit and you're gonna get really nice charcoal and stuff like that which like that's completely different it's just not worth the hassle you're but saying. if you're just gonna like yeah if you're just gonna have like a black weber out back and like you're gonna just go get kinks oh, for, yeah. kinks for charcoal not... like dude just literally i know it's more expensive just spend money on a propane grill it's just not worth it it's just not worth it. It's so much fucking, it's so messy, so much work. It's not worth it. And I'm telling you right now, one of the things I'm going to say in my round is marinating and seasoning over time before you do that is literally 90% of your flavor, right? Like cooking is essentially the tenderness of your meat 
right? And then, like, if you want to cook with, like, chips or something like that, obviously you're going to get some flavor. But, yeah, hot take for you. Charcoal's overrated. Okay. Steve. Just something I was thinking about exploring, but again, don't really have access so, to charcoal. So, so you don't in your place, you don't have a spot for a grill. But like, I know, that, does that park next to you have a bunch of grills you can go use? So there's, yeah, there's, you know, where like the pool is. And this is like in Charlestown back. for those who don't know. Yeah. Nick lives in Charlestown, right, right, uh, you know, really close to the water. And essentially, what's that area called? Doesn't it have a name? Where like the Navy that, Yard? What's that? Navy Yard. The Navy Yard, right near the Navy Yard, but that little building there, is that just, like, called a part of the Navy Yard? Like, the place where they used to do the outdoor beer garden? Outdoor. Yeah, so that would that would also it's be considered in the Navy Yard, okay, the Anchor. Cool. Shout out Anchor. Yeah, um, shout out Anchor. Great little outdoor bar spot. Um, but there are, there are grills that I can – so there's, like, a pool at our condo complex, and they have some community grills That's awesome. they can use as well. Yeah, um, so awesome. have not really gotten – a chance to use them actually because they were closed down last summer and that was like our first full official year here but they're open back up this year so probably gonna test them out at some point yeah i mean the anchor was super fun we should definitely go back to that too if they're doing that again this year which is essentially like a you get this a lot in the boston area and, and most major cities but I, I think boston's really kind of caught on the last few years these like temporary outdoor beer gardens night shift brewing company a boston brewing company they do one um oh my lord there's another i want to say like oh um cisco cisco brewing company does one cisco, in, yep. in the seaport area and anchor has dude actually what? the anchor i'm just saying this i know he said do the planning off air but like me and laura are pretty friendly with like the head manager there because she loves just, kefir just we could definitely do like a little mini interview and kind of just like i don't know like make that like a little half episode or something yeah that would be kind of cool absolutely that's a great idea um it's super fun so again if you're in the charlestown area or you're like you know visiting boston or something like that definitely cool thing to check out is just general beer gardens there's a ton of beer obviously new england's a really big craft beer area in general boston being kind of i'm not putting a label but in a lot of ways the heart of new england it it, it absolutely has a ton of really really great beer around there and the spirit of massachusetts stuff. spirit of massachusetts um so that's good so stuff. what kind Car- of grill do you have rich what do you got for a grill you have a I've smoker. A, you hold, hold. Yeah, and so okay. Just before I get into this, I you know smoke, you know uh, barbecue, smoking, grilling. It's it's a hobby of mine for sure, as I've mentioned multiple times. And so I have a, I have a Yoder YS six forty, um, which is essentially a pellet grill. And for those who don't know what a pellet grill is, um, you might know what like a pellet stove is. It's not the same pellet pellets. It's different pellets for cooking and and for a pellet stove, but similar concept where essentially it's these like broken down pieces of wood that uh, an, uh, a unit that is automated will drop into an, a tray and, and you have an igniter and essentially you use that as your heat source. But the cool thing is, is you get the smoker effect because you're burning wood, right? So you get the smoker effect. And if people don't know what I'm talking about, when you go to barbecue, a lot of the meat there is smoked usually or if like smoked turkey, smoked chicken, pulled pork, ribs, stuff like that. Most of that stuff is smoked. Essentially what that is is that you're just cooking with wood. You're cooking over or with fire and you're using the smoke to help flavor the meat, which is uh, great. And so the Yoder is cool because essentially you can convert it into a grill or a smoker, right? By essentially asserting this plate, uh, which is called a diffuser, right? Which will change the way the smoke and the heat distributes itself. Um, but it's 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 a really great unit. It's a high end unit, which I don't I don't mind admitting, just because it's, again it's a, it's a it's a hobby of mine. It's something I love to do. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I picked that up when I was a kid. My dad owned a business in Maine, uh, Pit Boss Barbecue in Maine for a while. Um, and that's how I learned how to do all the stuff, especially the ribs that I'll, I'll talk about today as well. So, uh, which is cool stuff. Guard, before I jump into it though, any, any comments on grill season, man? You excited? Oh yeah. I've already been grilling since beginning of April. As soon as the snow melts, it comes out Hell for yeah. sure. I mean, you have to embrace it non-snowy non i will say grilling is probably my favorite way to like cook and then consume i just feel like over the open flame it's uh stuff just tastes better yeah. all right enough's enough i can't i can't ignore it anymore i thought garby would bring it up in the intro dude the mustache the garb stash the dad stash you have that little you have a little light patch on the Right on what would be your right side? Yeah, it's just like a, just a small no. light patch there. But besides yeah, that, man, so it is looking good. Do the it's kids a handlebar. love it? So I have. Um, well, I have to wear a mask at school, so the kids don't really see it. But it's work, bushy. It's bushy on the upper lip. We it did. It's um, bushy Megan, on the upper lip. My wife hates it, but every <laughs> every male I've talked to loves it. I think it's bad. But the only the I, only female dope. that has said anything about it was my wife, and it was negative. And actually, my vice opinion. principal, my vice principal said it was hideous and it needs to be shaved as well. So, that's your <laughs> but like joking, that's jokingly, your yeah. No, it's, oh. it's fine. So I, I think. I mean, joking gotten, about the needs to be shaved. She was probably serious about the hideous I've part. A, I've gotten a lot more male attention from this, <laughs> which is what you were looking for. Yeah, which is what you were looking for. Exactly, I get you. I get you. We all know Rye thrives off the male attention. That's nothing wrong with that. That's nothing wrong with that. I feel like you're getting your bros, your, your props from your bros. Like, you, you can't tell me, hold on, you're a married man. Like, what, were you trying to get female attention? No, you're trying to come out here. It's a big a big stash thing. I cannot grow a mustache that big. If I could, I would. And I'd be doing but it But you have a mustache right now because I noticed that. Do I do, but this is the most. This is what I'm saying. If I could grow a mustache like that, I'd shave the rest of my beard because I'd be looking for the bro props, to be honest. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think the females are going to. Oh like it the most oh no no, no. when i say when i say male attention i mean random guys coming up to me oh like, i was like, yeah so like, like attracted last, to you is what you're getting at i well just like so last not a weekend, bad thing um, not a bad thing just saying I last just... last weekend i was at uh spontaneously got contacted by our friend matt steckwich that it was mark plant's bachelor party yeah so yeah. we went out to the they went to the bangor casino because they went to like bar harbor and they drank a bunch. They were going to go hiking, but it was a bad day. So they wound up being in Bangor. And I'm just at the casino. And I had this, like, random guy come up to me. Like, he came, like, probably a foot away from my face. Which is, like, all right, it's, like, I backed up. Because I'm, like, you know, I don't know. It's just the end of COVID. I'm not used to being that close to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just didn't feel comfortable. And he was just, like, hey, that's, that's like, a nice stash. Like, I couldn't grow that if I wanted to, bro. <laughs> or he didn't say, he didn't say, bro. He was just, like, I couldn't grow that if I wanted to. That is the bet that is like sick i'm like thanks i think like, that's cool, a, dude man. i think you're misreading like it i think that that's a general yeah. stash envy is a thing i can't grow a stash like that it's cool i could not grow a mustache like I, that it's not cool i'm sorry it's cool i think that you're was, misreading i'm supposed to shave it tomorrow i'm supposed to shave it tomorrow because we had may mustache madness going on yeah yeah um and i told megan you know june we got our picture yesterday at school a bunch of us guys grew mustaches and uh, I'm supposed to be shaving it for her, but now you're making me question my decision. I think I want to maybe keep it all summer. 
I think you should. Maybe ask her if she would like it better if it wasn't handlebar. Because really, with you, she the would, prominence, she... the prominence is the top lip. You've got a freaking good top lip mustache. That's good stuff, dude. <laughs> really good stuff. Damn it, Garb. Looking great, buddy. Looking great. All right, let's jump into this. Let's jump into this. All right, so uh, we each picked uh, we each picked something that we feel like we do really well. Um, Not necessarily. Some of us were forced into it. Some of us were forced into it. <laughs> mostly, mostly Nick actually, and also Garby. Um, so it really drove this one on my end. Um, so I'm going to kick off here. Six percent of us. <clears throat> That's math for you. Nice job. Um, Repeated. I was going to say 0.66 repeating, dude. Come on. Wow. Two-thirds. It's good that you said that because Nick almost just clowned you on, like, not national television, but national Like, do podcasts. you teach math? Maybe to preschoolers? Anyways, anyways. Okay, ribs, ribs, ribs. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. All right. So, ribs. I feel like it's something that a lot of people are like, oh, I only get ribs when I'm at a restaurant. I don't cook ribs. I don't know how to cook ribs, right? Like, you just don't see it a lot, but... The secret behind ribs is they're really just not that hard. And you can cook them on pretty much almost anything you got. You really just need to cook them, cook them low, cook them slow, right? And just remember that you got to wait for the meat to peel off the bone, all right? So how I do ribs is I like to smoke my ribs. Um, again, all you really need for that is some sort of smoking flavor. There's If you have a regular grill, there's a variety of units you can get to essentially soak chips and put it into a container that can be on your grill safely and it'll create smoke so you'll get that smoke flavor, right? If you have a smoker, obviously really easy. Things like Green Egg, Yoder, Traeger. These are all companies that like build units that you can do this with, right? But even if you had just a grill at home, you you, you could still do it. You're not gonna get that smoky flavor if you're using propane. This is after I just trashed on charcoal. This is one of these times where charcoal might be give you a little bit more flavor, but you can still do it on that, right? It's just a low and slow is how you get things tender and you want your ribs to be tender, but not too tender. So I'm gonna go through my method and how I do things and share with you a few things, but um, the goal of this is for you to make a rack of ribs where the meat is peeling off the edge of the bone, all right, and the rib is tender, but not too tender. Tender, but not too tender, your, here's your test. If you can hold the rib, you can hold a single rib up, and you can shake it, you can point it at somebody, and the meat doesn't fall off, but when you bite it, the meat comes cleanly off one side without coming off the other side, then you nailed it, nailed it. Mm. Which is, it can be mm. a hard line to hit, but you essentially want to be able to get a clean bone when you're eating, but you don't want to when you're picking up that rib for the meat to fall off because of the weight of gravity, essentially. So have you ever like shaken the rib and it was too tender and it just like slapped you in the face? The meat would fall right off, right? Which is so I'll give you, yeah, a, yeah it'll slap you right in the face, pops right up and slaps you right in the face. Um, if you if you're doing like pulled pork, for example. It's, it's the opposite. What you really want is you want to be able to take the, the shoulder bone and the pulled pork and you want to be able to just pull that shit right out, right? So it's, it is a little different, right? Um, number one thing, always, always season, marinate, whatever you want to call it, the day before. I like to do dry, uh, I like to do dry ribs from a seasoning perspective. And so I usually will make my seasoning. I would highly, highly suggest if this is your first time, just go to the grocery store go to the seasoning section. There's a variety of barbecue seasoning rubs that you can get. Just use one of those. Do not try to make your own rub. If you are new to this, it's just not worth it. You're gonna have a much better experience. You're gonna have really good ribs just from your seasoning. Again, seasoning is literally 75% of the game, right? Really? 
It's seventy-five percent so of the game. So you season twenty-four hours in advance, just like you would marinate it. I twenty-four that... hours is a long time. I like twelve. I like twelve okay. hours, right? So I like if you if you're gonna cook some ribs, right? I, I uh, t- you know probably twelve to sixteen. You don't need to be that type. But I'm just saying if you're gonna cook some ribs the next day, try to put them in the night before, right? As opposed to like the like the morning or the or the like around noon, right? Um, and so say you wanted to like the ribs that I'm going to talk to you about making are going to take somewhere between four to six hours. I'll tell you why the difference in a minute. Um, and so if you were to eat around two, three, four, whatnot, you'd probably start a little before noon. You could put them in at like eight, 9 PM, you know, the night before. And the, what you, the first thing you're going to have to do when you're making ribs, you'll open up ribs. These are baby backs or St. Louis spare ribs, right? Those are the two I'd suggest. I usually only do pork ribs. Everything I'm talking to you about is pork ribs. I don't eat beef ribs. So first thing you want to do is you want to tear off the membrane. So you're going to open a rib packet. You'll flip over the ribs. And there's actually a light film over the back end of the ribs. And what you do is you take literally just a table knife. You don't want a sharp knife. And you essentially find a bone. And you try to essentially take the little piece of film that's over the bone on on the bone side up. And you slip the butter knife in there. And then you essentially peel up. And you'll be able to peel off just essentially like a piece of... Of skin, you can see this on YouTube. People do it all the time. It's really, really easy. But you definitely want to use. You want to take that off first. So you'll take that off, and then I like to do right there, and then hit hit the ribs right there with your seasoning, the back side of the ribs. Flip it over, all right, and then you're gonna really season and rub in the top side of the ribs, right? And so you should be pretty good. Pop them in the fridge. Get your 12 to 16 hours of, of seasoning marinade in there. And, and the next day, you're going to pull it out, all right? First thing you want to do is you always want to make sure your grill or your smoker is at the temperature that you're going to cook at. Yeah, I like to cook ribs. It really depends because usually the inside of your griller is probably a little hotter or a little colder than what you're reading on your temp, on your actual the grill unit itself. It's just super hard, particularly in New England where you have a lot of wind, a lot of changing weather, stuff like that. It's hard to hold the same temperature right um and it's hard to like stay consistent and so you're gonna probably try it a few times before you perfect it but you know generally what you want to do is you want to get somewhere in the in around on the low end 225 which is really low you probably don't want to go higher than 250 you could if you wanted to smoke a little bit faster right um and so first thing you want to do is you always want to put ribs on bare anything you're smoking for example you want to put on bare because you want the smoke flavor to actually bake in there Really quick tip for you, smoking, you, the smoke flavor you get in meat gets hits there in the first 30 to 60 minutes. And so the first 30 to 60 minutes of smoking is all you really need to get that smoke flavor. After that, you could theoretically cook in other things. So for example, I'll go through a couple of steps here towards the end. You can do the first step in the smoker. You could then do the other steps in the oven if you wanted to right it will, i don't think it'll come out as good personal opinion but like you theoretically could do that and still get that smoke flavor so put your ribs on i say put them on usually for somewhere between two to three hours right what you're really looking for is you don't want that meat to be totally curled off that bone but you, you want to make sure you give it like probably at least two hours in there i like to do it right around 240 all right take it off and what you're going to do is you're actually going to put down some tin foil on your counter. Put some tin foil down. You'll put some brown sugar, some honey in the middle of that tin foil. You want the tin foil to be wide enough on both ends to wrap the ribs, right? So brown sugar, honey, and then you'll take some you'll take some butter. 
the maybe like four cubes of butter and again lay it about a, the rib rack length distance across that tin foil and then you'll take the ribs and meat side down so just like when you took the membrane off with the bones up meat side down on top of that brown sugar that honey and that butter and then you'll wrap those ribs all right and essentially what you're doing is you're braising the ribs right and so you'll put that back onto your cooking your cooking platform and then let that cook for probably about an hour to two hours all right take them off right unwrap them and put them back on bare sauce them right sauce them and let them sit for about 30 to one hour the way you can tell ribs are done you don't really need to temp them right pork pork you want to temp out i think it's uh, off the top of my head i think it's i think it's 160 165 but don't quote me um, but you don't really need to temp ribs. The, 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 what you want to do is, is you want to see the, the meat curl off the bone. That's how you know they're done, right? And so essentially get them on there, let them sauce for a while. Cooking longer, slower and lower is going to give you more, more tenderness, right? But again, you don't want to go too tender. Take them off, cut them up. The way you cut them up is you essentially like skip your ribs. Obviously you have bone, meat, bone, meat, right? You go bone, skip the meat cut you know cut right at the edge of the meat and right before the next bone and keep going down the down the line like that and uh serve them up and you're done so mm. i know it was a long so, explanation but so what do you mean by put them on bare sorry uh put it put them on don't wrap them don't wrap right so the step one okay. you're on bare right. right you're going raw ribs onto rack cook them bake them in do your right, thing. right 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 so step two you're wrapped up they're cooking wrapped right and then step three, yeah. you'll unwrap them and you'll put them back on because you want to bake in that sauce. You want to sauce them and you want that sauce to bake in. You want to get maybe a little bit of a crisp feeling on the end. So, so I, I imagine, like, I have a propane grill. Yep. You said you can do it as long as you get the special kit or whatever yep. that flavors it. Yep. Do you want to – I'm always worried about my shit sticking. Like, should you spray it? Or since it's so low temperature, it doesn't <laughs> really matter? Great. Really great question. So – what I like to do is I like to take apple cider vinegar. Uh, it's apple cider vinegar and uh, usually apple juice, and I'll mix 50-50. And I like to spray down my unit, you know, before I start to cook. You could also do the same thing with oil, right? And if you don't have a sprayer, then you can take oil, put it on a cloth, and wipe down your, and wipe right. down your okay. thing. You oh, so you do it. Okay. Oh, I do that. Do you every do that time. with other stuff? Yeah, I do that for almost everything, right? Everything oh, I always okay. spray down my grill. Um, always spray down my grill. You don't have to, but I think it, I think it, it puts you in a good spot. Here's why it's a little less important with ribs. Ribs usually have a bend in them, right? And so spraying down your grill is usually a really big problem when you have a really flat skin side surface on your grill. Cause like, that's what'll happen is the skin will stick and it'll rip off, right? Or the top of the meat will stick and it'll rip off with ribs. A lot of times your bone is your, is your main point of contact and then you're not going to rip the bone. Right. And like I said, the meat peels back from the bone. Right, and so eventually, what you have is you just have your ribs, like bone side, sitting on your grill, and then even the bottom side of the ribs is is very bare. There's not a lot of meat on it, so you don't need to worry about it as much with ribs. But it's always good to spray down your unit or wipe it down with oil. Hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. So this is a whole different process with beef. This would be. This is like not a whole different process. Very not not whole different process, but it, it is it is slightly different. The biggest thing is probably your cook. With pork, you have to cook all the way through. Beef, you don't not you do not need to. Right? You can eat. Gotcha. You can eat beef raw. You cannot eat pork or chicken raw. Right? Um, mm -hmm. And so you don't eat beef raw. Just to be clear with everybody, but I'm just saying it's different. Right? Yeah. That's why you can have. That's why you can have your beef rare. Right? You know what I mean? You can have it red. 
you know, and whatnot, is because you can you can eat beef a little more raw. So it's a little bit different with beef ribs, but most of the stuff I talked to you about should still apply, right? You might not do the wrap, right? And if you're wondering what this method is, it's it's known as a three two one. I don't really follow that. It's usually about three hours with no wrap, two hours with the wrap, and then one hour no wrap braising or a, a basting. But I, I don't usually use that much time for my ribs. I usually hit about four to five hours and they come out just mm. fine. So I don't call it three, mm. two, one. But if you're looking to read through this and see videos, you can look up three, two, one method online. Gotcha. So this is a real commitment. This is like you have to plan your day around making these ribs. Um, so the good thing about smoking things is you can usually set them and forget them. If you've got a good unit, uh, a good grill, right? So again, depends on what you're doing. Traeger offers one of these. Yoder offer what offers one of these, and then you can buy extensions for things like the the egg. But you can get essentially temp controllers that you can control remotely. So my unit, I can control the the temperature remotely, but it's also built to hold a temperature I set it to, right? And so I can hmm. let I can set it and forget it. But yeah, you definitely want to make sure you're home, right? You, there's other things that you can cook if people get into it. Pulled pork, for example, where you're really putting pulled pork on. And if you want to get really anal with it, it's great to spray it every 45 minutes to an hour. But if you're, if you're not doing that, and again, if you're, especially if you're serving to a bunch of people who don't eat a lot of barbecue, they're probably going to like it anyways. You can just kind of cook that and leave that, right, um, over overnight, which is which is good. And as far as, like, the unit, I, it's like a chimney. I, I, I You know, maybe I'll, I'll try to figure out what it is and we can tweet it out. But um, – the it's essentially like a cylinder where you can you can pack in chips right and and the heat will bake the chips and then you're essentially soaking chips to get them wet it'll create more smoke and that's how you kind of get that smoke flavor oh yeah. nice yeah. hmm so that's how it I is see boys. now i i need a better grill you I do just, yeah you do that's true grill. That's true. You yeah. do need a better grill. Yep. Hey, don't shit on my grill. I'm not shitting hey, on no, I'm not. I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, laughing at. I'm so, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. No, I'm laughing at when we were up at your place last summer oh, and dude, Broody was cooking the chicken and he literally just threw it on there and freaking turned it up to high and just like walked away. And we're like, dude, are you watching the chicken? And he's like, yeah, no, I got it on high. I said it and forget it. And you heard it me. I was, I, I was like, high? You put it on high with like oil-based like Italian dressing marinade? Like... Oh man, good stuff. Love Ruder Duder, friend of the podcast. Nick, hit us, bud. You want me to go next? Yeah, dude, you got this big dog. You're excited. Okay. Don't be insecure, um, dude. We all trust you. I trust you. I'll never eat it. So. There's just like, I'm... wait, what? He's saying he trusts you because he never has to eat I... lobster. Sorry, yeah. dude, sorry spoiler. Said... Yeah. Rich. I know, dude. I totally just fucking. I was. Oh, know what to say. spoiler! Yeah, He's about to say it. Sorry, dude. So, I know, dude. I know. I uh, was kind of forced into doing the seafood thing. Um, as people on the podcast know, I'm a big seafood guy. You're a Love huge seafood. seafood guy. You always cook the lobster when we eat lobster together. Like I feel like you're pretending like it's not your thing. Well, so I just don't like grilling lobster, really. Um, but I will talk about it. I'm going to just touch on like, like you can lobster. talk about the boil. Like a grill is like more of like a, when I think grilling, I'm just like, yeah, we're outside. We're kicking it. We're doing our thing. We're bopping. We're moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're bopping. She rocking. She rolling. All right. So lobster and clams. Um, <laughs> first thing you're going to want to do for your lobster. Um, you don't really have this problem with clams, but Unfortunately, if you're grilling just like from the start, you're going to get your lobster from a pound or a grocery store or what have you, um, and it's going to be alive. And so, unfortunately, 
some people don't have the stomach for this. You're going to need to be the one that does the killing. Um, you know. I, um, what? I don't think that's the worst thing ever because we 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 get our meat and somebody killed it for us. And well, so we that's just what. Forget. I, dude, I think I've touched on this before. Like, I have no problem with like hunting. Like, I think people that like, I think that people have a problem with that and not being able to like look and like know where your food comes from necessarily right, right. and it's like right. it was alive at one point so i don't have a problem with it because i know that like um i mean it's like the food chain and like you're going to enjoy it you're not just killing this lobster and then like throwing it in the garbage like you're gonna eat it for sustenance yeah. so it's kind of it is what it is like apex predator life baby um so <laughs> um obviously when you boil you kind of just toss the lobster in the pot very unfortunate they kind of die do um you, do you season uh you season anything when you do the so pot? on the grill um i will get to that part you can um and there are a few different options based on the slight variations in which you can cook it but so what you're going to want to do first is when you get that lobster back home going to want to toss it into the freezer for i would say about a half hour or so um usually these things are like pretty live when you first get them um so you want that thing to be like nice and dulled and not kind of like squirming around when you're trying to kill it um after that half hour or so you want to pull it out obviously just kind of enough time where he's kind of subdued you're not like freezing the lobster per se um pull him out flip him up onto his underside you're going to want to take like a big sharp knife um, and you kind of like plunge it right into the middle of the thorax, kind of like body area right above the tail. And you're going to want to like cut down in a hard, so you're saying kind of motion. tail, front of my knife, facing the tail, and then the blade of the knife is going to go in the middle. And then I'm going to cut towards the head. I'm just saying laying my Correct. knife down. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I did a bad job of explaining that. Um, and by slicing through the head, you obviously kind of sever the brain um, lobster's going to be dead. It will continue to twitch. Do not let this throw you. It does throw me. This is a part of the reason why Nick does the lobster cooking. Yeah, so you, it's, uh, it, it just kind of is what it is. Again, it's like the whole thing, like chicken with its head cut off is like running around, doesn't have a head, it's dead, but it still has like the nerves firing and whatnot. Um, at this point, you can kind of decide whether you just want to cook your lobster full shell in which case um, you can either just kind of toss it on the grill, which is perfectly fine. You're going to get a good flavor in there. Um, you can choose to kind of brush the outside, people say, with olive oil. Um, and it just kind of like gives it a little bit more of a char on the shell. Um, were you wanting to cut it in half and kind of season your meat a little bit more? Um, what you can do, again, is kind of instead of like before I was saying, you don't cut all the way through the lobster. You can choose to then just like literally cut the lobster vertically in half and, you know, season the meat a little bit. You can like toss some maybe pepper, like garnishes. If you want to do a little garlic, some lemon juice, maybe even brush with a little butter or olive oil. Um, and you can cook it like that. A lot of people also just kind of do grilled lobster tails. Um, and really kind of the main variation for that is when you cook it, you're going to want to put a skewer through the lobster tail because, again, for people that are familiar with lobsters, they use their tail to swim, and so it will it can curl. 
and as you're it's it's cooking on so the grill. So you're saying go and skewer long side. If you're so if you're not cooking the whole lobster, if you're just doing the tail, you're gonna want to skewer because but you're, the I'm tail sorry, you're will not saying curl. Go through the bend. You're saying like almost like flatten it like it's not curled at all, and then go skewer straight through the lobster. Yep, correct because I that will prevent that. it from curling, and you'll get an even cook through the tail as opposed to the tail curling and not getting cooked evenly in different spots or unevenly like, in different shish, spots i should say like um like uh what am i thinking of shish kebabs or whatever like just the regular yeah like a kebab like, skewer like a kebab yeah again um doesn't need to be like super intense obviously can't be like too thin because you don't want it to break or whatnot but yeah just your any old skewer you can pick up from like a hardware store or grocery store or whatnot um so personally I kind of just choose to, like, throw it on the grill. Um, I think that I like to kind of make my own butter a little bit. So what you can do is you kind of, I mean, it's really pretty simple. I think the best kind is just, like, a nice lemon garlic butter. Um, you can choose to mince your own garlic if you want. You can kind of maybe cook it and then toss it into the butter. Or even some people, you could, like, melt the butter with the garlic in the pan or just get your regular garlic powder and kind of sprinkle some into the melted butter. Kind of all same strokes, different folks. Um, just kind of squeeze some le fresh lemon juice in there as well. Mix it up. You got yourself a nice butter for afterwards. Um, does not really take that long for the lobster to cook. I would say anywhere from, I don't know, like depending on the size of your lobster, around 10 minutes or so. Um, in the heat at which you're cooking at. If you're just doing a tail, also probably around 10 minutes. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You, There's not like a whole lot of steps to it. Not as in depth as uh, as the ribs. Why, why do you like Why do you like to boil over grill? I just feel like sometimes you're like by cutting the lobster, even some juices are gonna like seep out. And I just feel like the meat shrivels up a little bit more as opposed to just in the boil. And I know like with the boil too, like juice is going to come out of the lobster. But since you're cooking it in a liquid, I feel like the meat stays a little bit more saturated. Obviously still very good on the grill, just not my personal preference. In it dries out. Them. It dries and out just also, yeah, a little bit, but also too... Um, to boil it is not – it's like you just need a little bit more equipment. Like a lot of people have a grill and you can just go get a live lobster at the grocery store. Like a boiler – to boil it, you want to make sure you have a big enough pot to hold said lobster. Um, and so sometimes people just don't have that like, you know, the big tall lobster pot type deal. Yeah. Um, so you, it's kind of just – you put anything in the water when you boil? You can do a little salt. Yeah. 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 You, Why not? Uh, I mean, do you want to talk again, to I think – talk you through the crack okay so um this is gonna be a little odd just because i'm kind of like telling you as opposed to visually showing you um first thing i like to do usually i go for so this has actually been a big sticking point in our group i think that the claws personally ah, are the dude. best part of the ah, lobster dude. Tails over and claws, i think that the bro. tail is sold to people Dude. It's kind of like, oh, the lobster tail. Tails Dude, the tail claws, is where the anus is. Tails. The tail is where the anus is. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe you're an ass man or an ass gal. 
<laughs> so, hey, it's lobster ass season. Booty, booty, um, booty, booty, rocking everywhere. No, the tail, the tail is obviously very good. So I, I generally start with the tail and I work my way up. So what you're going to want to do is you kind of just take the body and the tail and rotate in either a clock or counterclockwise motion. And you're going to be able to detach the tail pretty easily. Um, you're going to want to take like the little mini, there's like five fins at the very proximal end of the tail. You can kind of take those off. The middle one is going to be the one that kind of like holds the meat there. And when you rip that off, there's going to be like a small opening that kind of connects you to the meat. So at this point you can choose if you're kind of hardcore to kind of just like shove your fingers through that little hole that you created and push the tail meat out the front part that you detach what? from the body. I have never done that. What is that for real? You don't just go with that's the how old, I eat it. How I how how I've always done is this: you snap the tail off, right? So again, yeah. the body, one hand on the body, one hand on the tail, just boom, crack do you it. cut it, crack it. No, what I do is, and then I just go tail like shell side down in my hand, right? And I just I just crack the, I just crack the shell, and then I take. Like again, tail, uh, shell side down. Now I have in in my hands. I'm cupping in my hands, and I take my two thumbs on each edge because now I can see the belly of the tail. Yeah. And I just and I just crack the other way, and it pops right open. I take the tail out from there. Okay. I've never I've never heard, like the push through though. That's and then you have the I whole usually shell. do the push through. You I do the, not do yeah, the but crack. for your way you have the whole shell. You have the whole shell. Yeah. Way. I mean, I don't know why you would want to save the shell, but. Also, too, like well, you said, lo- um, lobster stew, you can kind of slice. Stock. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you true. want stock, you don't want, you don't want the crack pieces in your stock. You can just, they yeah, can just drop the that's true. Um, making a nice lobster bisque or something. If you want a bisque? You want a bisque? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like Rich said, you can either choose to crack it or some people, like if you have like the full set of utensils um, in addition to a cracker, a lot of people have like lobster kind of scissor type things. Um, and you can choose to kind of cut along the underside of the tail and remove it that way. Um, then I move on to the legs personally. Legs, uh, eating a lobster is just kind of like a messy endeavor. It's an extremely um, messy endeavor. If you have not done it before, it's an experience. And you like seafood, I feel like you should do it. It's an experience. And that's... I just feel like it's one you kind of have to steer into the skid a little bit. Like you can't go into it being like, oh, I'm going to stay like nice and clean. Like it kind of like you're getting down and dirty. Yeah. Um, after the legs, you kind of move on to the body. A lot of people do not eat the, the body type deals, um, where you have like the red kind of coral stuff, the green. Yeah. Yeah, So like I, I go for all that. Um, no, dude, see. Hits with claws. Claws are the hardest. Hits with claws. So claws, what you're going to want to do again, really kind of need like a cracker to eat lobster ideally yeah. um that is the one big, big i feel like you utensil. can hurt yourself trying to try like tails one thing claws because like lobster shells are hard so like claws, yeah, you're gonna you, you could there's cut little yourself. spikes on them yeah, yeah and, you, and, and, like, you can you hurt could, yourself like if you do if you crack a claw it could turn into an edge that's pretty it's pretty sharp it's like pretty sharp like again eating lobster is a dangerous game it's a dangerous yeah. game. Hey, it's not easy. There's a reason it's a delicacy. It's not for the um, And that's, hey, that's one of the things I feel like lobster is expensive because, like, cracking it's kind of a bitch. It's a huge bitch. Yeah, like, it's it's tough. 
I'm like right um, now thinking like, why do I do this ever? Because this is a lot of work. For oh, I love food. it. But I fucking You're working love for your food, dude. Lo- I love lobster so much, man. Every time I've done the lobster, we had them the other day when we were down in Plymouth. Um, it's just like it is. It was great. It was great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so claws, you're gonna kind of want to separate the big claw portion um, from the kind of arm portion. You're gonna want to drain the juice out of the claw, which you do this by taking off the smaller pincer portion, and it's gonna release a lot of pressure, and the juice is gonna drain out. Um, once you oh. do that, you kind of just take your cracker <laughs> <laughs> along the. You like lobster juice, right? I'm, I'm just trying to zone this whole thing out because I got. We'll talk about it in a minute. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Um, and really, I mean, like, without visually demonstrating, you kind of just crack the lobster, like, with the claw at its, like, you lay it flat. Yeah, flat side. And place the crackers. Yeah, exactly, and just crack it, and you're able to kind of remove the meat thereof um the arm again a little bit trickier be careful the little spikes on the shell um but yeah again you're kind of just cracking and going yeah um there's no like butter um, as you see fit there's no like perfect way to i feel like get the law (coughs) do the claws and stuff i feel like you're really just getting getting at it like once you like crack the shell you're really just trying to peel away to get to the yeah, you're just going going through all the little crevices to get any sort of meat you can. There are people who can de-shell a lobster cooked, like, perfectly, which is, like, nut And, like, you know, lay it back out, it, it, which is, like, nuts um, to me. But yeah. Cool. Um, cool. Cool. Anything else? Any other tips, bud? Not really. I love it, dude. I love it. Garb. Yeah. What's your? Do you have a funny story for us, Garb? No, what when you were talking about like killing the lobster before, which is totally fine, I have nothing against it. I was just like thinking about like there's animals we eat versus animals we do eat, and then I was just thinking about the animals we don't eat and just like the ones that we cherish, like at our like a dog. Can you imagine if they were in the other category of animals we eat and we had to like kill them that way? That'd be awful. That's just what came into my mind and I don't know. Yep. I just yeah, I don't think dogs are dog so continues to bring the real. Well, that's but that's just, only that's because of life. our culture. That's only yeah. because of our culture. Yeah, that's not, the yeah I would also say it... because of some animals, and I mean, I know they've been domesticated over like thousands of years, but yeah. like at this point too, like a dog will show you affection. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Do you think a, a dog will not? Right. Do you think a dog has some sort of, I don't know how to say it, like different I would also say kind of like conscious. an added benefit is Ooh, that's a deep question that's a deep Garth. question honestly i'm not really going to tackle question. that what's wrong um, with that what's but i would say a lobster does not have like an it, audible sound that it makes like the twitching is a little off-putting for some people but a lobster's not going to scream when you kill it necessarily um that's not always the case for and well you can boil don't they scream when you boil they scream? No, they like flop around pretty good because I mean you're literally boiling them alive, which oh, I they, think is I, personally I a little I've more heard, fucked up. I thought I've heard of like lobsters make a high pitched noise when they're being boiled. No, it might just be like the steam. It's I the mean steam. they don't. Okay, lobsters don't make noise. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot more sense. Uh, Garb, take us home. What you talking about today? So I'm gonna keep it simple for all y'all. I love it. All right, I love it. 
you guys got you guys got the ribs then one level down you got the lobster and now I'm going next level awesome. down secretly best thing on the menu tonight just chicken love it <laughs> wait what kind of chicken Italian marinated chicken yeah we can hell call yeah. it hell yeah all right hell yeah uh, so what you do you take your chicken now the best chicken according to my uncle who taught me this procedure uh, you want to get you want to get the thighs. Like, yeah. ideally, because, you know, it has a little fat. And makes it, it just makes Fuck it taste yeah. better. Fuck but yeah. not everybody not everybody likes thighs, whether it's... You do breasts, too. Whatever. People get weirded, by the, weirded out by the fat or the health reasons or whatever. You could go breasts. You could. And I've done it that way. But the best Depends thing to do is... Depends if you're an ass or a boob guy. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Um, <laughs> in this case, late. Sometimes I wish this was a video guys, just so people could see Garby. True. True. <laughs> true. So you take Anyways, your so chicken, yeah. you take your, your thighs, you put them in some sort of container, and you just pour Italian dressing all over and marinate it. Ideally, for 12 to 24 hours, and you want to make sure the chicken is submerged, whichever way. Hot tip for What's you. What's the matter, Rich? Hot tip for you. You use a glad bag. Use a glad bag, and then you, you you get all the you get all the air out. You get all the air out, and, and and that way you you ensure the submerge. You ensure the submerge. Right. Okay. There you go. If you have a huge bowl, it's not the worst thing to do. Not at all. Not at I have all. a huge plastic bowl. Just you have to have probably more dressing. I don't know um, the buoyancy of chicken compared to Italian dressing, but you just smother it with Italian dressing. Um, and I would say 12 to 24 hours, marinate in the fridge, take it out, have your grill heated up. But when you take it out, you want to make sure the Italian dressing has basically dripped off because obviously it's going to create a big fire in the grill. Um, and also chase, it's going to burn. Chase Baruti. Chase Baruti. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to burn. Like you know if you marinate something, you put it right on it, it just burns. It doesn't taste any better. Um, so like I've tried to teach people this, but they, I've had somebody marinate in barbecue and they just plop the barbecue sauce on the grill with the chicken as much barbecue. And it just doesn't, it doesn't make it fucking trap. That doesn't make it taste like barbecue. Who does that? <laughs> so the best way to do this. Is just put in Italian dressing, let it drip. I mean, you can pat it a little bit if you needed to with paper towel, but let it drip ideally, and then get Spank it on your grill. Thigh. I like it. I like it to be on medium or even lower, but I always like to put. So if you're gonna cut, if you're gonna cut a breast, because most of us, if you're like me, I just get the cheap breast and it's huge and it's definitely steroid induced or hormone induced and it's enormous chicken breast so i cut it in half the long way to make it thinner uh -huh. so i always put the flat side down first to give it that nice grill give it those lines because uh, if you put it the other side where it's that you cut on it's not really flat you're not going to get those nice grill lines just for some presentation so I love that. you want to put your presentation side down first just to get those nice grill lines um and it will surprise you if you've never done this before it, it just tastes really good uh, it's worth it it doesn't sound like it's a big thing at all but uh, my uncle richard taught me this 
back in Uncle a couple Dick. years ago, and that's that's what I do now, pretty much for chicken. This is like one of and those I, things. I will say it's a great just like you can. I, I know you said like to do it twelve to twenty four hours in an ideal world, but if you just have like a group of people and it's kind of like a last minute get together, and you're like, what's something simple that's going to be fire that you can make? I feel like this is a quick kind of a large scale thing that you can do um, and it's going to come out like really well. It's not like a very labor intensive or it's like, obviously, like you said, you can kind of burn it if you fuck it up, but it's not a, it's not like super difficult. Yeah. It's um. so this like actually <clears throat> not that like, you know, this is like people have been doing this for years. It's like very popular thing to do with chicken, right? You'll find it in grocery stores. You can find them pre-marinated. I think it's way better if you, you marinate yourself uh, and stuff like that. But my, my dad used to own that barbecue business. And uh, every year we would do a, a charity event at a bank in the middle of Biddeford, Maine. And we would show up and they would have a little concert in the bank courtyard and, and we would we would run a gig and we would do the chicken. And we, because it was a charity event, and I think we were either donating our time or we were donating the food, right? Like, like we had other gigs and other things. So we never had a ton of time to, like, cook up a ton of barbecue. Because the one thing about barbecue is it takes a while to cook, as I was, like, calling out earlier. And so we would do this chicken recipe because we wouldn't be smoking. We would just do it live on the grill. That was the other thing is they wanted to see us cooking. They, like, wanted to see us in action and stuff. And so my dad one time, you know, I'm like, hey, dad, what are we going to make? He's like, I'm going to teach you something son put put all the chicken marinate in italian dressing put it on the uh put it on the grill i think it's also i think chicken thighs boneless is great because really easy to really easy to eat is great with sides fork and knife no problem um if you're going for a little bit more of like a backyard barbecue feel go ahead and do the thighs with the bone in um it's it's still it's fantastic and that's what we used to do and so we put it on this and literally everybody and their sisters coming up to us being like, this is the best chicken I've ever had. And just as like Garvey's talking about, it is insanely easy and like gets results for time put in. And I agree with Nick, um, longer you can marinate the better, but if you've got an hour or more, it's worth it for sure. Like if you've got an hour or more, it's worth it. Um, definitely cook on low cause you're, you know, oil based broody. But uh, Garby, you kill the chicken game now. Pass it the rest of. Yeah, the game. I just see my problem is my grill. Like I said before, I need. You a do need grill. a new grill. You do um, need a new my grill. My back, my back burns faster than my front. Hell yeah, it does. Hell yeah, it does. Yeah. What... Oh, I like that. I like. That. Hell yeah, it does. Uh, cool, cool, cool. You guys, uh, you guys watching anything? Reading anything? Listening anything? No. I've been spending a lot of time outside. Just doing yard work. Nice. Been big in the yard work game right now. Big dad energy. That's huge. Love that. Massive dad energy. Um, me and the wife just finished watching Mayor of Easttown. Very popular Fuck, show on HBO. Out that show. Good lord. It was it was very good. Um, it it was it was very good. So it I would definitely doesn't feel like it, it has Winslet. your recommendation stamp though. It was no, very I good. just like so when I. Like, like very good like from people... Nick Goslin is not. A it was very good. It was no, very good. I'm just saying, like you were kind of saying, I feel like people are like mayor of East. Are like, they though? Sh- like no, I think that people are kind of regarding that as like an all time show. And I'm like, this was a fire show. It was a great little like mini series. 
but it was it's not the fucking uh, i mean a lot of these other shows i've recommended i mean just personally speaking like i know i've thrown out like the night manager on here no but like i mean dude like that's a way better show i think personally is that wasn't that the last one you recommended the head yeah another hbo one i mean I would put those like very similar. Like those are both like very good shows. So I mean, like you know, if you're if you're looking for something to watch, yeah. I will say also kind of another big show that we so we finished Mayor of Easttown. We're now watching this big Netflix show called Who Killed Sarah. Yeah, personally, I don't do that. I think shit. it sucks. So Ooh, hot, take. and it is like a big show. Um, hmm. So um, who killed Sarah? Okay, is that like a murder? Well, is that like a... you gotta watch the show? Yeah, so it's actually a foreign show. It's a Spanish show, and they don't they just place English audio over the original shooting. So it's kind of weird Stubbed. from throwing you like if you're gonna get thrown off with like their lips moving and the words not matching up. Um, but it's it's pretty much just like a Spanish soap opera. So there are some like there were some cool parts of it um but at this point it's kind of just something we're watching i would not be like oh you gotta watch this show and i think like a lot of the acclaim that it's getting is is misplaced i do not think it's all that all that hot but hey it's just you know one man's opinion can drive the ball 243 so you know (laughs) (laughs) that's huge nick nick did drive the ball 200 was it 242 or 243 243 243 bro Don't you skip me that yard. Nick drove the ball. Next time it's going to be 256. <laughs> it was, dude, admit it. It was a it was a, ma- it was a massive drive. It was a massive drive. Drive it, of the day. Maybe, the, of yeah, maybe, the, maybe the farthest drive I've seen. Maybe one of the farthest drives I've seen this year. Out of, as somebody I'm playing with. As somebody I'm playing with. Um, Who? Nick? Yeah. Yeah, dude. We were playing. Uh, what did he hit? He Actually, hit- dude, I told you. I texted you that day. I hit. I mean, so obviously I'm not going to like talk of if any of our listeners are big golfers you're gonna be like what but just started playing last year and i got a plus 34 35 i think it was plus 35 um on the course and like i, I played pretty well it was definitely the best round i've had yeah to we date. Played, and so we that played was a, a uh, uh it was like it was not a three uh, not a, a par three it, was, it wasn't uh, a par three it was yeah. only threes and fours though it's really cool it's a really cool course i liked it a lot uh it was uh southerners southers marsh Souther, southers marsh uh um, plymouth and, and their kind of thing is they have cranberry bogs everywhere, yeah, everywhere. like all throughout the course. So Which it made it, cool. huh? It, it was like kind of difficult. Um, Todd lost a lot of balls to the bogs. He lost a lot of balls. Sacrifices ball to the bogs. But um, but yeah, no. Last hole, he rocked it, rocked it two forty two, and it's it's a legit. It was it was a legit. It was a legit measure. It was a legit two forty two. It was crazy. It was a good shot. Two forty three, dude. You keep saying two forty two. Shut the fuck up. Dude, 241 is a huge drive. Huge drive. <laughs> uh, it was a really good day. It was a good day on the course. Um, Garb, so you've just been doing that housework? Give us, like, top two projects real quick. Go. Well, I just leveled out my backyard. Hell yeah, you did. And we nice, dropped. Dude. I hired somebody to drop hydro seed. I had to take down the fence panels, but I just got this whole automated sprinkler system I just set up yesterday. It's just, like, a lot of time to figure all that like out because I'm going system? away. It's not an irrigation system underground. No, it's just oh. I have a I have so I had to fix my spigot that was leaking. So I fixed that miraculously. They got lucky, and then I got a timer on it. I had to get enough hoses, and I had to situate it correctly so that 
the amount of sprinklers I had would hit the water. Whatever, it's boring. It's that stuff. I I just like being outside. I want my yard to look nice, so that's just what I'm doing. And I'm going to be staining my decks, my small decks, nice. and my fence uh, coming up soon. It's fucking cold, uh, dude. Trying to find the time. Eliza's getting big, almost six months old already. Uh, wow. She's eating. Oh, you still have a kid. That's crazy. Yeah, I still have a kid. Thank God. Dope, Jesus. Man. No, it's good. Um, I, just, I forget she, sometimes. It's awesome. She's uh, eating solid, like, stage one baby food. No, so. Not solely that, but she's growing up a little bit. She's smiling, laughing, recognizing her name a little bit. So, we're having fun. That's crazy. And she gets, she goes to bed at 7.30 and wakes up at 7. So, you know what? Damn. That's that's how it's supposed to be, yeah. So this is like a little bit of a lifted thought, but is it crazy to you to think that like, in like the six months that you just did, like you're just gonna do that nineteen more times and she's gonna be ten? Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, that's that that is crazy. Nineteen more times. Weird. Nineteen more times. Yeah, no, that's 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 kind of lifted. It was lifted, but she'll be ten. Yeah, she'll be ten. But I'll do 38 more times. She'll be like almost 20. Damn. That's crazy. And then she'll be like at the point I was when I was at the Coops. That age. Dude. That's just like. Return when of we Tron. Lived together. When we lived together. Return of no, Tron. No, 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 AKA. No. Eliza's trip to UNH. That's amazing. That's great. That's going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Everything's um, good. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I really honestly just did a I did a How I Met Your Mom's re re rewatch. Mm. It's pretty good. Thinking about doing a French rewatch because I just watched the French reunion thing. It was awesome. Um, was yeah. Although I'm gonna say on record, was it awesome? Pe- people have been saying people have been saying yeah, huge French fan. I mean, people are saying oh, French reunion. Oh, it was way better than if they had done a like comeback episode. Disagree. Completely disagree. Would have loved a comeback episode. In fact, the reunion made me think made me feel like i would have liked the comeback episode that much more because they do these little things where they do readings of like some of their famous scenes and stuff they, they all still got it they all still got it they all, i mean for their age they're all still looking good it's it's they should have done another episode but it was really good it was fun so i watched that um and i've just been playing a shit ton of video games to be honest so that's the thing um all right 60 seconds um two minutes we're at one hour four six, minutes one hour. I have one hour and six minutes, so that's a little scary that you're at oh. four minutes. Um, yeah, that's okay. And, and so I'm at one hour and six minutes as well. So one yeah, hour and I six minutes. Yeah. Um, two minutes on the Celtics. Who wants to go first? Well, at this point, they're done for the year. Just uh, yeah, no, I know. But what about their? Like, no, I mean for like our listeners to know GM where we're at. Getting the boot. Did yeah. Danny get fired or did Danny retire? Officially retired, step down. Yeah, but you think he got fired? I think he got fired. I think he might have got fired. I think they heard Nick Goslin on this podcast last time, and they were like, they were like, enough's enough. Yeah. You did and call it, dude, me, last podcast. Don't even get me started on Brad getting a fucking promotion for not doing anything. It's just because they I, come under I contract do, for the next six years. I do, yeah. That, I, I just don't understand. That must be what it is. It must be the contract. It must be well, the, I think they're literally yeah. like, we're not just going to pay. Because in the NBA, the way the contracts work is like you get 
like it's guaranteed like you get paid so they would essentially be paying him what i imagine is a pretty high salary because his contract details are not disclosed um do you think they could have traded him though like do you think like i know that maybe that's like crazy but you have to have another traded him so that's what i think that they're doing right now i think that they're kind of like letting him like sit back because i think a lot of people in that situation would hold the Celtics kind of over a barrel and be like, Oh, well you're just trying to trade him, So you don't have to fire. him. We're just going to wait for you to fire him." So like now if a team wants him, they can be like, okay, we're getting some compensation for him. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I, I was just like, why would you not go to a team that clearly needs a Brad Stevens and be like, Hey, we'll take your best player. We'll give you these players. And we're going to give you Brad. Would you be interested? I mean, I, again, easy to say in our position, but I just, I was, you know, I didn't think about the contract. You're probably exactly right. That's probably what it is. But that's just, it's fucking crazy, man. I, Mark Jackson, I'm on the Mark Jackson train. Nick, it was your take first. Uh, so I, got, the... I have a new, I have a new guy I'm spearheading. Who? I hope it's not who I think you're going to say. No, Jawan Howard. Really? University of Michigan. Came from the Pat Riley, came from the Pat Riley tree of coaching. Love Pat Riley. Was an assistant on the Heat. Learned from the best. Has been fantastic his first two years at michigan he won in college won in the nba he's got rings and he's like a freaking hardo so i he i think he is kind of like in the chauncey billups type mold where it's like you have a legit guy who won in the league and can look at these young guys and be like hey i'm like i don't give a damn that you scored 50 points all that he's like that's great you want a banner for 50 points didn't think so. I'm here for rings, and I hope you are too. Oh, you you want to see my rings? Oh, okay. Here you go. Hmm. Fair. How fair. long has he I been in Michigan like for? Jackson, two years. Though. Two years. You think he'll leave Michigan? I don't know. The two years? No. Okay. I I, mean, I, I, I like that. Mark Jackson. I I. I, I like the Doc Rivers take. No, I still like Mark Jackson. Like, I just like, like you need somebody who's got some swag in the. You need some somebody who's got clout, respected in the league, uh, knows what they're doing. Um, Mark Jackson, I think, is great. He's. he's I think that Jawan Howard checks all those boxes. You just. Yeah, said. no, I know you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I guess so. I. You said Mark. You said Mark Jackson. Though you got me stuck on it. That's good. Uh, any other closing thoughts, boys? No. Cool. Garbage. Go Bruins. Go bees, go bees. Yeah. All right, cool. cool. Uh, Nick, where can they find us? Um, so you can find us at any underscore social on Instagram, and at any social two on Twitter. My personal Instagram handle is at sun underscore of underscore ray number twenty four. I am Ryan A Garby on Instagram. It's Ryan A G A R B as in boy E. The A stands for a. Big old mustache. I cheated on that one. I was trying to figure out a way to come up with something. <laughs> I'll come up with two next time. I'll come up with two next time. I was gonna one go with. Well, it's better yeah. than that. Was better with... than Appleton. Was it? Yeah. Was it? What the fuck is Appleton? Is that Appleton's like a county? Ca- like Appleton? Like yeah, like Appleton County. All right. Anyways, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The A is for aggregate. That's doesn't really apply. All right. Anyways, um, where can they find you, Kennedy? You can find me at Kennedy sixteen twenty seven. I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Gosling, Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social Deuces. Later. See you.